I'm joined now by Gary from OPC Energy. Gary, what a job you did out there today. Oh, it was, it was unbelievable. You saw the customers' faces when that boiler went in. It was a really special moment. And what about the overall performance? Unreal. You, you could really feel the heat out there. I'm delighted with the result and we move on to the next one. Thanks, Gary. Come on! For more information on boiler upgrades, heat pumps and more, visit opc-ltd.uk. Get ahead of the game with OPC Energy. The Go Radio Football Show. Talking football first. Listen live weeknights from five. Football's coming home, but sadly we lost 2-0 this afternoon. When we were last with the team here at the Radisson Red, we were singing just before the match. But... It wasn't to be for Scotland. Stuart is with us. We spoke to you from the Isle Sky, but I know you live in Glasgow. Stuart, what did you make of it? Uh, Scotland losing 2-0. What do you feel? We're going to hear from him just a second or two. Yeah, we're just, uh, I feel yeah. quite uh, deflated after Aye. that, actually, because yeah. I think, as everyone said before we got on, there was a real sense of hope that we were going to get a result of this. Yep. Uh, but it's not worked out. And just especially for that second goal, that really hurt. It was like a really cheap goal. I mean... Why he's at almost the halfway line, it's just crazy. It's For those who haven't seen it, tell everyone what happened. There's a oh, well, Marsh is almost uh, yep. sitting at the halfway line yep. and he's trying to run back and, you know, the boy, fair play to the Czech striker, he takes the first time, actually a really good goal. But, uh, I mean, I think Marsh was watching too much Manuel Neuer, he's sitting at the halfway line, it's a bit ridiculous. Mm-hmm. To be it just was against the run of play, Barry Ferguson, 2-0 against us. What about that second goal? What happened? Yeah, listen, it's small margins at uh, the top level of the game. Um, Jack Henry's driving out with the ball. He, he's tried a, a shot on goal where I thought he should have played it wide. Um, obviously, they broke on us and take nothing away for the, the, the guy. It was um, an unbelievable finish. Uh, but listen, we're a, we're a bit flat because we've got high expectations of that squad. Um, but the most important thing is foot, in football is um, be disappointed, but you need to dust your yourself down as quickly as possible and move on um, we fully expected to get a result I fully expected to win the game we've not now we need to go back out in the training ground um, tomorrow and, and start working um, towards the England game on, on Friday Mark how bad is that result 2-0 at home I mean we will be positive of course we'll look forward but your first reaction to it that's well, really disappointing um, Paul first thing you've got to see I, I mean, I think the goal from Sheik, he scored both goals, but he's, he's finished for the second goal. I know Stuart's maybe having a wee pop at David Marshall, wouldn't necessarily agree with that. I think the quality of the finish, um, he's used the wind, clever, you know, he's, he's three yards inside the Scotland half, so it's as good a goal as you'll see in the whole tournament, that's for sure, in terms of the, the execution um, of the finish. Scotland had three or four chances. Uh, Vakleek in goals for Czech Republic, you've got to give him credit, a couple of good stops, we've missed a couple of chances, we've hit the woodwork. Um, and what I was concerned about, as we've been talking about a lot in the show, is one win and you know minus one might be enough to take you through. So we need to be careful. We need to be careful on Friday night. You know, if we're going to lose a game, if we have another, even a two-nil defeat, Paul, that could be cut and the last game could be meaningless. When Jack Henry hit the bar just before that, we were only a goal down. And at that point, did you feel we'd come out better in the second half, Stuart? Yeah, it was, it was feeling quite positive. And yeah. as I was saying, that's when that second goal went in. It was really, really disheartening because you felt like Scotland were, were there, they were going to get a goal. And uh, especially Jack Hendry hitting the crossbar, it's not who I expected to be curling you know, like from outside the box. It's quite fantastic, actually. Do you think we can still go through? Can we still qualify? Uh, I don't know. I, I honestly, I think that was the. I think we had to get at least, as you said earlier on, at least a draw today. But yeah. before coming here today, I thought we had to at least win this. Uh, I think it's really extremely hard for us to beat Croatia or England and get a draw. I and mean, it's just, no, I can't see it to be honest. No, sure. Thanks for joining us though on the Go Radio Football Show. Um, yep, yeah, we lost two 0 this afternoon. Barry, can we still go through, or will we still go through? We could still go through. We've got England and Croatia. Yeah, we could. We could. Um, it's going to be difficult. There's no doubt about it. Look, England are um, a team full of fantastic individuals. Uh, Croatia, they, they, again, they're not the team they were a few years ago. They're an aging team, but they've got one of the, the top midfielders in the world for me and Luka Modric. Um, so it's going to be tough, but listen, the attitude you've got to have, you've got to remain positive and, and hopefully try and get something out uh, these next two games. Uh, Mark made a good point as we need to go down and just make sure we don't concede any more goals um, be solid 
defensively. But I thought at half time, Steve Clark made a positive change. I think he's seen a difference with two up up top. I thought Shea Adams, when he came on, was was um, a top performer. I think he's a must to start the next game. Um, so. Look, there is some positives, obviously. The negatives is getting beat. We don't want to get beat. There was so much expectations. But, again, you can't feel sorry for yourself. You need to dust yourself down as quickly as possible and move forward. Ali, you joined us beforehand. Uh, you've gone through the 90 minutes with us. What do you think of the change at half-time with uh, Shea Adams coming on? I, I, I said uh, to the boys before, Shea Adams should have been starting mm -hmm. for me. I mean, you can see when he came on there, different. It was really, really good t turning things around the corner. Just, he, he really changed things up, bit of pace in behind. For me, Lyndon Dykes didn't play well today. I thought for a number nine, you've got to be bigger, you've got to be stronger. I didn't get the service, but I still don't think he did, did enough. Barry, you said that you didn't want Lyndon Dykes to be isolated, and he was at times, wasn't he? I thought he was at times. Um, Stuart Armstrong and, and Ryan Christie, that was their job to get up and support him. Um, and he needs the support because, yeah, look, he can win the flick-ons or whatever. I just thought he looked better in the second half when he had a partner. As I say, I like partnerships up top, and certainly Shea Adams and, and Lyndon Dykes had a good partnership. And Again, as I said, Steve Clark's no, no scared to make a change. He obviously seen at half-time it wasn't working, and he had to make a change, and I thought it was a positive change. And also James Forrest coming on, um, I thought he was very direct. You've seen with the opportunity he had driving into the box. So that's something that I, I'm sure... Um, he'll look to Friday. Um, Stephen O'Donnell's done well for Scotland, no doubt about it, but I thought James Forrest um, was good when he came on. Again, fresh. He mi he's missed a lot of the season with Celtic. Um, so th there's big decisions again to, um, looking, looking ahead to the game on Friday. Mark, first games are always difficult. Look at England. Yesterday was the first time they'd won in what? There's 10 outings yeah. you know, in, in the Euros. Uh, I'm not trying to make excuses, but... Does that give us any comfort? That because they looked nervous right from the beginning, really, did they? Scotland did. Ah, it took them a wee while to get to, to get going, and probably just having one up front. Paul maybe just you know, put us a wee bit in the, the back foot. David Marshall, to be fair to him as well, he's had a he's had a couple of really good saves during the piece. So look, as much as we don't want to admit it, Czech Republic thoroughly deserved a victory. We've got to say that, and the quality of the two finishes um, from Sheik uh, were pretty special. But there's certainly enough there to make us optimistic. But defensively we have got to be absolutely on it. a solid five mm -hmm. at the back your two one backs really uh, tucking in because the England having that that um, three points from yesterday uh, they'll know that a victory on Friday night that's them guaranteed to go through so they'll be all at it uh, as you'd expect them. we need to be so so tight mm -hmm. um, on Friday night yeah, I think when he goes back and analyses the game with the squad, I think the two goals, I think Stephen O'Donnell at the first goal can get out quicker to shut the cross down. Um, listen, take nothing away, I think it's a great header. Um, it's a top header. And the same with the second goal. Um, as I said, uh, Hendry can play the ball wide. He's tried a shot for 30-odd yards, which he tried against the Dutch and he scored. Um, but that, that's the small margins when you play at the top level. If you make a, a small mistake... It could hurt you, and it's hurt us today twice. At this level, you just see how good opposition uh, is, and the Czech Republic more than decent team. You know they're above us in the rankings. Ali, when you joined us earlier on, we, it was before we heard about the Kieran Tierney uh, injury. I think that's right, and, and that changed something beforehand. And I think we saw that in the team. You know they played. Obviously, it was different from what we had expected today. I think uh, Andy Robertson, for the first time in a Scotland jersey, was fantastic today. But I think he'd really really miss Kieran Tierney mm -hmm. alongside him, overlapping him. I think, he sh I think uh, definitely Tierney was a massive miss. Mm -hmm. and it's, I think it's, it's not made the difference, but it's a big blow. And do you reckon that was Andy Robertson's best game in the dark blue? I think that's the best I've seen him play for Scotland. That's the first time I thought, that guy looks like a captain. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he certainly was. He was shouting. He was harrying his yeah. players. Mark, he played. He, he played well. Got a couple of good balls into the box. Um, he linked up really well. Um, I don't know. Paul, it was just something. Just <laughs> something wasn't there today. I, I, I don't know what it was. It was just Probably something. Probably that Tierney overlap. No, there. Half, yeah, I mean Tierney. Yeah, I mean yeah. Tierney is no doubt our best player. So you know, if you're taking your best player at the start of the eleven, it's going to hurt you. Um, defensively as well it, it probably meant that maybe Jack Henry was playing when he probably wouldn't have started had Tierney yeah. been fit so it's not just about losing Tierney it's a disruption in other areas yeah. uh, that, that causes but look we've got to be hopeful Paul it, it's gone it's now down to two games three points might be enough four would definitely 
yeah. um, see you through in some shape or form. So yeah. there's nothing we can do about it now, but we can do something about yeah. Friday night. You're yeah. going to miss a player of Cairn Tierney's sure. quality, but the biggest thing that we missed about Cairn Tierney is his presence on the pitch. Yep. Um, he brings not just quality, but he's a leader on the pitch. Um, and hopefully, as we say, he's going to be back for, uh, for Friday. And it shows you how far he's come with that partnership with Andy Robertson. Oh, massive. It's a partnership that's that's grew over the mm -hmm. the last number of international games. Um, but listen, we can't always rely on one player. Look, he is our yep. best player. There's no mm -hmm. doubt about it. But in football, you get injuries. That's why you pick a big squad and guys who come in. I've got to take the opportunity. Barry was saying early on, we need to do something a wee bit different. This was after 19 minutes, and then we saw Scott McTominay. Remember that move through to Yeah, Dykes, I, yep. I just wanted somebody to take the game by the scruff of the neck and uh, we were speaking about it, I think 19 or 20 minutes, Scott McTominay does a, a turn in the middle of the park, it's one and two touch and we get we get the opportunity with Andy Robertson going down the, the left hand side, um, I, I just didn't think until the second half, we didn't get a grip of the game, but we've got players who for me can go and dictate a game and I just think that didn't happen in the first half. Did you feel Andy Robertson could have done better? On the half hour mark, remember that the, the shot, the keeper saved it. Yeah, I, I think he, he could have put his laces through it, if I'm being honest with you. Um, when we, we've got the, obviously the beauty of watching it in a replay. Um, he took it uh, with the inside his, his foot. When I watched the replay, I thought he could have struck through the ball. Um, but we, we did have opportunities. Lyndon Dykes in the second half had a great opportunity. He's got his score there. Um, He's uh, obviously, his shots went straight to the keeper. So we did have opportunities in the game to get goals back. We just weren't ruthless enough. Ali, before you head back, uh, apart from that, it's been a great day, hasn't oh, it? It's just till the football. It's like being a Scotland fan, isn't usual it? Usual Scotland, it's just ruined the day. So. Yeah. Can we bounce back, do you think? Uh, I'm not what to be pessimistic on the radio, but I think that's a spinning. You think so? In the group, to yeah. be honest. A draw at Wembley, maybe, and then Croatia? No. I mean, you've got to be hopeful, but after that, if you can't beat the Czech Republic, that was the game we needed to win or get a draw, and they couldn't do it. Mm -hmm. So I've not got much hope, <laughs> to be fair. <laughs> All right, Ali. Well, listen, yeah, no, you've been honest, and everyone is. We're, uh, that's, that's what we need to be, Mark. We have to be honest about it. I guess, in a way, that's what is Steve Clark going to do now to uh, rejuvenate this squad? And I guess some of the changes, one of them will be, Kieran Tierney should be fit for Friday. Yeah, I mean, that, that'll liven it up. He'll, he'll, he'll look at it. Um, you know, what does he try and do on Friday night? Does he just try and keep it tight and, and nick something at the end? Or if you can leave Wembley with a nil-nil draw, there's so much to play for um, a week tomorrow at home to Croatia. But all we've got to do, um, Paul, is make sure we give ourselves a chance a week tomorrow. We don't want to be getting into this uh, last game with nothing to play for. So, you know, just give ourselves a chance and um, see what we can do. Andy Robertson has just said for the... Check second goal. He said it was a one in a million strike for the second goal. And he says, going forward, we need to be more clinical. And if we do that, we have a chance. That's what Andy Robertson said just a few moments yeah, ago. I, Barry I, Ferguson. I don't think we were ruthless enough. Um, as I said, it's small margins. It's two mistakes for me. I, I think the first goal is avoidable as well. The second phase, I don't think we get out quick enough to close the ball down. And then the, the second goal, um, as I said, Hendry can, can play the ball wide. He decides to make a, um, a take a shot Sorry, on goal. Uh, and then, let, let's be honest, don't take nothing away for the, the Czech player. I mean, it was an unbelievable finish. Unbelievable finish. But again, look, we've got to try and take the positives out of it. We're disappointed. But listen, we've still got two games um, to go. Two tough games. Going down to Wembley. I mean, you look at Harry Kane, Phil Foden, uh, Raheem Sterling, yep. Mason Mount. I mean, uh, we need to keep the four quiet. If we keep the four quiet, you never know. We will discuss that more. Ali, thanks for your points there, uh, for joining us here. It's the Go Radio Football Show with OPC Energy coming live from the Radisson Red in Glasgow, just on the banks of the Clyde, down near the SEC in the Hydro. We've had some great moments there. Wasn't some great moments this afternoon. It's only Monday afternoon, can you believe it, at 4.15. And I'm only on the coffees. But uh, yeah, the guys and the girls who've joined us this afternoon since this morning have been absolutely brilliant. And now we've got Stefan with us, who joined us uh, earlier on. How are you doing? Hey, a little bit gutted, to yeah. be honest. It's not the result I don't, I don't think many of us expected. I, 
you know, I came in being quite hopeful, being quite optimistic, thinking Scotland can really do something here. But then you, you sort of watch the game unfold and the amount of chances Scotland missed and it just felt like this isn't going to be Scotland's day. You then see the chances that they got and I don't want to take anything away from the guy Schick because it was a really good header. Um, but the the goal, I think Andy Robertson sums it up perfectly. One in a million. And isn't that just so typical of Scotland that yep. it would happen to Scotland? Mm-hmm. It just it's. It's annoying, but I'm not going to be down. I'm not going to be downtrodden about it. I, I still feel, and I said earlier on, I still feel there, there's points to get in this group. Um, you know, as I said, I mentioned um, yesterday's yesterday's game against mm-hmm. Croatia and England. I still think that, that Scotland have a chance. We just need to be that bit more clinical and be a little bit more defensively assured. But. It is now a, a hard ask, but when does Scotland ever do anything the easy way? No, that's true. Going way back, we, we never do it easily. But do you think we can do it against England? Because when you said it earlier, I was thinking more Croatia. But do you think we could get a point on Friday night? I think a point's more realistic. Yeah. Um, I, obviously, you would take a win, but I think a, a point is the way it's at. If Scotland can go down there and be compact and be you know, as defensively uh, assured as, as they can be, I don't see why not. I think it's just about keeping players like Foden and Sterling quiet because I think Foden is a real danger for England. But um, as for Croatia, I I don't see why a win's not possible against them because as they're an ancient side and they sort of proved that yesterday that they weren't really at the races. But mm-hmm. then again, they, they were World Cup finalists only Indeed. three years ago. So don't want to take anything for granted or you know be too sort of optimistic about it. But I still think there is a, a bit of sense of, of optimism for Scotland Looking at the positives for Scotland what are they for you? Who would you point to? Are the one or two players you could mention? Well, I, you know, I think Shea Adams really, mm-hmm. I don't want to say change the game when he came on but I think he gave Scotland a little bit more um, as opposed to, you know, not being on the park alongside Lyndon Dyke. Should he have started then? Yeah, I, I think he should have started. Um, obviously, Ryan Christie d- did start but I would have went with two up front because I think it, it can really help Dykes can be a handle for, uh, can be a hard handle for defenders, and it allows Shea Adams to sort of, you know, sneak around and, and you know get balls that are, are off the the target man essentially. So Stephen, I, I you're making should've... some great points. Stay with us. We need to take a quick break. Yes, Scotland have lost two 0 this afternoon, but there's some great insight here on the Go Radio Football Show. Barry Ferguson, Mark Guidi, and we're live at the Radisson Red. We're back with Stefan in two minutes. The Go Radio Football Show, talking football first. Listen live weeknights from five. Go Shaban there, keeping us all going. We're loving the music, weren't we, Barry, last week when you heard it? You love the music in the background here for our Euros coverage. Yet we're down this afternoon, but we're not out, are we? No, listen, but it's, it's typical Scotland, the expectations with the whole country, because the way that we've performed over the last couple of years, um, it's disappointing, but Paul, listen... We've got two more games left. Uh, when things are against us, we tend to um, bring up surprise results. Um, so, listen, I'm not giving up hope. Look, I'm sure the guys in that dressing room will be really disappointed, but the best thing for them to do is they get back to the hotel, get fed, wake up in the morning, get back on the training ground and, and start working um, ahead to the, the game on Friday. And what are the points, the points that Stefan was making just before the break, Mark, giving us some hope? Because Barry said during the break there, I'm feeling, feeling more hopeful now. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the points that Stefan made about, about Shea Adams, um, you know, is bang on. And I think one thing we can take out of that, Shea, Shea Adams will start uh, against England. Should he have started um, today? Well, yeah, I was surprised. Yeah. I thought he would have started ahead of Lyndon Knights. I didn't think there would be a front two. But I was, I was. I mean, that was the the big one was the fact that the Shea Adams was on in the bench. But clearly, as we said, um, Steve Clark had identified something in the Czech Republic that made him pick um, Lyndon Dykes um, ahead of him. But I'm not going to sit here, Paul, and slaughter um, Steve Clark's team selection. We were you know, one or two surprises, but you know, you you've got to trust him. Um, why he decided to do uh, what he did. But um, you know, look, we'll go again for for Friday night. I don't think it, will, it won't be the same start in 11. You know, there could be as many as four changes um, on, on Friday night. He'll fresh it up as well. Um, and I say, Paul, if we can go and make a point, you know, I remember we were talking about doing things the hard way and when we're down and out. 22 years ago, Barry played in November 1999, didn't give ourselves a chance after losing 2-0 at Hamden to England. We went down and won 1-0, so we'd all take that 
uh, for sure um, this Friday night coming and, and, and why not let's let's start believing the belief has got to start now Stefan I've I've always got sort of belief in Scotland but you know I, I think Barry hit the nail on the head earlier when he said about the expectations no one will expect Scotland to go down there and do anything in Wembley um, especially after that result today however when the pressure's off Scotland play better and they always up their game against big sides we've seen it against the Netherlands you know I didn't expect Scotland to go toe to toe with them and they did um, so I'd I'm being hopeful, but I'm, I'm sort of being cautiously sort of optimistic about it. But I, it's not over, not over by a long shot. Great. Thanks very much, Stefan. Listen, you, you're making loads of sense. I know you've been uh, enjoying the day in other ways, uh, but everyone seems fine, actually. Do you think it was sobering watching some of that? It, it was, yeah. The, the sort of the second goal, uh, the one in a million, as Andy Robertson yeah, called it, that, yeah. that certainly sobered me up. But so did the coffee. So okay, thanks, <laughs> Stefan. <laughs> I'm, su I'm surprised he's actually he's all right. He's been drinking the desperados. They're, they're strong, they things. The guys and the girls have been brilliant here today yeah. and looked after. Well done, <laughs> Stefan. Yeah. He's no, he's all other place walking back. Look him. <laughs> Mark saying, "Don't be too good. You could be on this every week next season. New contract." <laughs> Definitely, right? He's got a shout. I nearly gave out the phone number there. We're not doing it. We've got the live here at the Radisson Red in Glasgow. I'll tell you what, Paul. Yep. Great venue for it. Isn't today, it? Yeah. Yep. Absolutely yep. brilliant. What a great venue. Yep. Just a pity we didn't get a result. But look, we can keep going. We're yep. back here on Friday. We're here a week tomorrow as well. So, brilliant venue for, to take it. Dylan, you're going to join us now? Yep. Aye. I say 2 now, Scotland, but... Yeah. Well, you got the 2 0 bit, right? Yeah, so got 2 0 right, but. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. here's what Steve Clark has said a few moments ago. The moments went against us in the game and we didn't take chances. So, key moments. A good learning experience, he said. Have to learn lessons and take chances to stay in the game and take something from it. At times, we played some good football. Could have been braver on the ball in the first half. Uh, he says, Shea Adams brought on to try to get in behind them. Hopefully, Kieran Tierney will make the game on Friday. We missed him today. And finally, he said, big effort from the players today. Now looking forward to the game on Friday. So that's Steve Clark a few moments ago. What do you make of uh, what he said, Dylan? Yeah, definitely. So it's kind of the same as the way we qualified. We are, we, we scrape things a lot. We don't ever do anything easy. As you know, the, the penalty shootout to, to get here in the first place. We're never going to do anything easy. Um, but what he said with the chances... Um, you know, we're creating a lot of good chances, we're, we're, we're on the ball, we're making nice movement, but like the boys had said, I, I kind of agree with Dykes, I feel like he's, he is good, but he needs support there, he's not really got hold-up plays much, he's, he's brilliant with the, the flick-ons, but I feel that if Shea Adams was there to start with him, a lot more chances, because, you know, Dykes is getting up, he's winning the header, but no one's there. Um, his hold-up plays, it's good, but it wasn't as good as, I feel that Ryan Christie done it brilliantly, I don't believe that he used to have been taken off. No, um, do you think that was a mistake? Yeah, I think that was a big to come mistake. Off too early. I think that when Christy had the ball, he was he was good with it. And, and he, he maybe felt well. he had something to prove, given yeah. that he's not been mentioned much by any of so, us. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, Barry, what do you make of that? In terms of Steve Clark's yeah. interview, yeah. I, I think he makes very valid points. Uh, one thing you can't label against that group of players is they always give a hundred percent. We just weren't at our best today. I agree with him in terms of uh, I'd mentioned earlier on. Uh, I wanted somebody to take the game by the scruff of the neck. Um, we weren't brave enough at times. That's a similar comment. And I thought the the half-time substitute, bringing Shea Adams on up with Lyndon Dykes, who I think looks a lot more comfier playing with a partner. Um, so, look, he's very truthful. He knows the game, yeah. Steve Clapp. Look, he's a, he's a top manager, as I says. Look, there's just, we're a bit down in the dumps because we're all Scotland fans. We, we fully expected Scotland to get the result today. But listen, it didn't happen. The good thing in football is there's a game round the corner and there's no bigger game and better game to be involved in than go down and play them at, at Wembley. Mark, what happens now? Do they go back to Teesside? Is that where they... they... fly back down yep. the road, Paul. Yeah, they'll go straight back down tonight. We have a recovery day for the boys that play. There'll be, you know, tactical work will start um, tomorrow as well. The classroom work um, in terms of preparing uh, for England. And, you know, one of the things that we don't know and Steve Clark won't know is what kind of team Gary Southgate's going to pick as well. Mm -hmm. He's got so much quality to choose from. And another question as well that the media, Paul, as you well know, the pundits, the fans will all be asking over the next 72 hours is, does Billy Gilmore start against England? Mm -hmm. Is Wembley tailor-made for Billy Gilmore? Is that a prediction from you, Mark? I think it could be. Here, I, think, yeah. I think Billy Gilmore, that could be the one. I mean, he didn't come on at all today. Five substitutions made 
Billy Gilmore didn't feature. Um, but I just wonder, bearing in mind the amount of Premier League players that he plays against, mm. that, he, that he knows, I wonder if, if Billy Gilmore goes into well, the engine room. He makes that point. Weren't brave enough on the ball. Well, something that Billy Gilmore is very brave. He'll go and take it in tight situations. So, look, Wembley's a big pitch, beautiful surface. I think it would suit him. Um, down to a tee if, if we played him and what yep. might happen is, as we saw during the game if um, if Kieran Tierney isn't fit I think he'll be very tempted to put Scott McTominay back mm. into the back three right. and that creates mm. a, a, an extra gap for Gilmer yep I just hope Kieran Tierney's fit if I'm being honest with you but look there, there's no doubt if he ain't fit yep. I think Scott McTominay will, will start in the back three but for, for me Billy Gilmore I, I think he'll start on Friday Dylan I know you like Billy Gilmer. Mm, you yeah, mentioned him earlier on. What would you say? I say that you know some of his teammates are there. You know, like some Mason Mount and other young players that he's playing against and training. And you know, he's already got that insight of these Premier League players. So I believe definitely, yeah, he should be starting. I feel like we missed him in the middle, but then again, he might be keeping him for the big game, as you said. That might be really tailored to himself. So yeah, I believe that he should be playing. Um, and I feel that Nathan Patterson should be put in there as well. I feel that O'Donnell. Good player, he's a very good player, but I feel that today we, we lacked the two youngsters. So, yeah. Dylan, thanks very yeah, much for joining for us me, and some good points from him. Yeah, that, that's another one, Nathan Patterson. Is mm. he going to come in? Is well, he going to make the changes? Is he going to be brave? Well, he, he could, but also don't forget, I thought James Forrest came on and made a real impact in the yeah. game. Um, I, I thought he was uh, he was really direct and positive. And when James Forrest is running at you, you, you you're putting the opposition in, in trouble, and you've seen with the the bit where he drives inside the box, they're unsure whether to tackle him. You're unsure whether he's going to go on the outside or the inside. Um, and the guy, to be fair, gets a great block. If he doesn't block that, I think it's in the back of the net. So James Forrest, as well, could be a could be a real possibility for Friday. I mean, the one thing that Nathan, I don't think Nathan Patterson will start. I think you know he's just too young, just too inexperienced. I don't think the occasion would phase him, but. Bearing in mind the, how rapid England are, you know, the pace of Sterling, the pace of these kind of guys, Nathan Patterson's biggest commodity is his pace. And maybe that might that might just give him um, an edge because, you know, over 10, 12 yards, he is very, very quick and, and we're going to need that at the back on Friday night. And Billy Gilmer, he's 20 now, he's getting on, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Simon joins us again. Uh, well, so much has happened the last couple of hours. Yep. Uh, we're looking forward already to the England game, and that's, guess, what we have to do. What's your feeling, what's your impressions about this afternoon? So, obviously, it's, it's disappointing. Um, the result that we've had, it's not what we wanted. It doesn't change what we need to get out of the group. It's now tougher to do what we need to get to get three or four points. Um, but... <laughs> I think Barry said it as well. It's just to find margins, and that's what's happened. I'm sure Marshall. I, I don't. I think Marshall's made a, a gamble and tried to show uh, an option for two centre halves. Henry's then made a, a, a bigger risk, and that's what happens. That is a risk, and that's a freak goal. You're not going to see that again anytime soon. Well, she, he spotted it, didn't he? Yeah, and O'Donnell. Yep. He'll probably yep. be the first one to hold his hands up and say he probably could have closed it down. But again, those are those are freak chances. And any other day, the half chances that we've had, it might have been the checks going should have got a block in there or the keeper should have made a save so it's unlucky it's unfortunate but um, I think Steve Clark said about learning lessons and hopefully we'll learn them to go into the game on Friday learning lessons I'm never quite sure of that phrase mind you because we, every day we are learning we didn't think we were going to lose 2-0 this afternoon what was your prediction beforehand Simon? Uh, uh, I need to say 3-1 yeah, uh, <laughs> because uh, Dylan thought it was 2-0 he was nearly right we thought for Scotland and uh, see Jonathan's hiding in the corner there because he said 3-2 are we still playing injury time Jonathan is it still going with four minutes to go it's going to be some finish we thought but nah, it just wasn't to be yeah it's football you know there's no guarantee of winning um, do you think there was too much hype from us all beforehand? No, I think it was just. I think we had a, a, a chance for it. The problem is that the players that we did come in that could change the game, like Armstrong and Christie, they were too far up. The, I'm not saying they're too far up the park. That's where they were meant to be playing, but they need to be deeper to try and get the ball. Every time we got the ball, and we were trying to break. It was too slow. It was easy for Czech Republic to get in and get organised, and they played great. And it's it's a shame the result, but we'll just need to go down and get a result. And, England on Friday. Barry always likes to see John McGinn played a bit further forward, don't you? Breaking through from the yeah, midfield. Yeah, I think yep. in terms of John McGinn, you've got to let him off the, the leash uh, and get up and support the the strikers. I, I believe that he's um, a, a much better player. Um, 
and I enjoy watching him there. And, and you've seen in the past, the last couple of years, the goals that he scored for, Scot uh, for Scotland, sorry. And he's a big player. I just like the fact that he plays, like he's got two holders behind him and you can just let him go and float about the, the pitch. Um, so I, I think he's more of a danger when he plays further forward. Simon, anything you'd like to ask Mark or ask Barry here on Go Radio? Um, probably about the, the back line. Um, obviously, mm -hmm. if Tierney's coming back in, I thought Hanley probably would have been the one that had a drop, but I thought Hanley was the, probably the best player for Scotland yeah, today. Yeah. Mm -hmm. absolutely incredible. Don't think he put a foot wrong. Um, what would you, if Tierney comes back in, would it be Cooper that you'd take out? Or? Yeah, well, I, I wouldn't start with Jack Henry and I wouldn't have started with him today anyway mm -hmm. to be fit. my back three was Hanley on the right hand side Cooper in the middle and, and Tierney um, on the left um, there now might be a, a you know a, an inkling for um, McTominay to, to be pushed back in there um, or maybe not for, for Friday night but um, if we get Tierney back that will certainly uh, make us more solid and I agree with you I thought that Grant Hanley was was absolutely uh, first class today. Yeah. Uh, he he yeah. was the best player on the pitch for yeah. Scotland. I thought he was immense. Well, one thing you get with Grant Hanley is um, 100%. He's just a, a proper old school defender. Aye. He'll go and yeah. put his head where yeah. it hurts. Um, and I thought, I'll be honest with you, I thought he was e exceptional today. Did the occasion get to some of our players, do you think, today? Maybe. Maybe it's a, a first, it's first time for a lot of them. And as I said... They'll, they'll be listening to me there, they'll be listening to people talk about them, there's a lot of expectation on them. Um, so maybe this, uh, that's, this game out the way, they've learnt in terms of, I know you don't like the word, learnt their lessons, yep. but there was a lot on them today, a, a lot of people expected them to win, and me for one I thought they would have won the day. But as I say, the, the beauty of football and tournament football, there's a game just round the corner. Mm -hmm. And there's no better game or bigger game than, than playing England down at Wembley. So tomorrow they'll get back on the pitch and they'll start to focus. And I think he will make a few changes. I can see McTominay. Hopefully Kieran Tierney's fit. Even he's, if he's fit, I can still see McTominay getting in there. And I think Billy Gilmer, the scene set for him. The scene set down at Wembley. And McTominay at the back? Yes, because yeah. England allow you yeah. to play. Sure. They have got pace going forward, but they play one up top against the three years and that allows the both right side where McTominay plays and the left side and Kieran Tierney to come out with the ball because two of them are really good footballers Simon does it give you a bit of hope you've given us a bit of hope as well I think the way you're talking about it I've, I've got to and I think Gilmer's the, the right shout I heard mm. uh, Craig Brown was talking about when you played against England when you were younger and how well you did and mm. if there's one person who says he's good enough and ready for it mm. it'd probably be yourself and um, I think we've got to go for that Gilmer and I'd probably put Forrest in just you saw what he came on his experience he's mm. missed a lot of football but it didn't look out of sort and we kind of looked as if every player was looking to each other to find a catalyst and it never really came so hopefully that's what we'll get on Friday it could be as many as four maybe five changes to start mm. line up on Friday night oh. yep. we'll talk more about that we're on for another oh my goodness only another 20 minutes it is flying in here in extra time Simon thanks very much great strip he's got the current strip and Barry said earlier on to us look at the strip you saw over there it's one of the older ones not that one Scotland strip yeah. which one was that then yeah it was a red was one with the, the very blue. thin yeah right. the wee blue right. thin pinstripe um, that was my first one I'll actually bring a photo in on Wednesday and show you will you great yep. and on Wednesday night we're going to be with the Livingston manager David Martindale who'll be joining us between 5 and 7 on the Go Radio Football Show remember he was on the phone a couple of months yeah, ago he was, he was good. brilliant wasn't brilliant. he and yep. it's a great story um, yep. what's happened with, with David at Livingston so be great to have him in the studio and uh, I'm sure I'm sure we'll get a good laugh with him and tomorrow night, it's going to be Rob, straight from the commentary this afternoon. You think he would have given us a victory as the nation's commentator there. Stephen Cragen and Davy Proven tomorrow night, 5 till 7. Mm. So that should uh, be good stuff. Graham's back with us here as well. The yep, the Go Radio Football <laughs> Show with OPC Energy Limited, the A-plus team tomorrow night. Mark Guidi will be on on Friday night. Paul Lambert will be joining us and some others as well. I'll be uh, coming on live from Wembley yep, Stadium. And Joe Henry will be there as well. Um, we're here at the Radisson Red. People still in pretty good form. But Graham, it, it was tough, wasn't it? There were two moments... You know, beforehand yeah. when we heard that Kieran Tierney wasn't in, yeah. that was quite a moment. Yeah, definitely. Built up, and yeah. what did you feel? What's your What's your thoughts? I think there definitely was a lull when we heard that news, and then obviously you got up to the game, and we started with the first five, ten minutes. Mm -hmm. 
Well, we had those chances. Yeah, uh, Lyndon we had Dykes chances. I, I don't know. I just yeah. personally, I think we were. It's all right in hindsight. Everything's all great in hindsight. I thought we were a bit. The team was a wee bit negative. If I'm honest. Do you think so? Yeah. Personally. Do you think we weren't brave enough? Uh, we spoke about two up front. We spoke about Gilmore. We spoke yeah. about. I think Adorno's. I'm not going to hide my allegiances here. Yeah. I've watched Patterson this season, Patterson. and yeah. he's, he's really good player. He came in for James Tavernier part of the season, and was really, really good. Yeah. Really, really good. Not just a stand-in. And he came in in Europe. I remember and he I came think, on. Yeah. I think sometimes you need to go for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was the day was the day to go for it. We've still got time in the tournament to pull it back, but I don't think we did enough confidence today. I don't think we, for some reason, we never wait for it enough. So we didn't. They were there. They were, they were there for the taking. Mm-hmm. Definitely were. Not brave enough, or we didn't dare, Mark. Is that? I mean, I understand. I know that. Yeah, and I, I know we need to learn lessons. Of course, we do. No, no, no. no it's, I mean, uh, yeah. I, I don't. I mean, I think if we analyse the, the the ninety minutes, it wasn't like we had a, a back to the walls. It was quite an open game. As I said, I think um, Vaklik and, and, mm-hmm. and the Czech goals had yeah. a couple of really good saves. There's a couple of goals that we really should have taken. You know, Dykes yeah. in particular yeah. should have scored, but we've, we've hit the woodwork. David Marshall's had a couple of saves. He would say so. It was an open game, and another day we could easily have scored two goals today, Paul. Um, yeah. If not three, Andy look at Robertson's the second half chance as well. Jack yeah. Henry hit the bar. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Armstrong shot. That's came right. close. Lyndon Dykes, Deflection as you over. mentioned. Yeah, yeah. Scott McTominay yeah. one just didn't quite come down quick enough for him and he swivelled and, and put it over the bar so James on another Forrest, day yeah. but we can't keep saying on another day when we're a wee bit lucky and we're just this away you know especially, we need to start doing the business in Friday night okay. you've got the biggest chance in the group against Graham hold that thought we're back with you and we're back with Go Radio live from the Radisson Red in a moment the Go Radio football show talking football first listen live weeknights from five <laughs> Yeah, we lost 2-0 this afternoon, but we're not down and out. People are looking across here in the Radisson Red thinking, crikey, they must have got the wrong channel on here. Uh, no, well, listen, we're disappointed this afternoon. Of course, we lost 2-0 to the Czech Republic. We face England on Friday night, and we will be on air before the game, 6-8. And, uh, yeah, we're looking forward to that. Just before we went to the break, you were saying we could have been braver, Graham. I, get, I think that was your point, and, and it's a fair point. It's easy to say now, I think, yep. it's a- in hindsight, it's always yep. the same. For the game, I would have liked to have went with two up front and a couple of different options, but Steve Clark knows the team. Sure. I just and there's things on the go. 23 we... years in the making, the game that you've got the best chance in taking three points for, I just felt we could have went for a bit more. But Barry, you said beforehand you don't want to come off regretting anything. Jake, some of the players and the management team yeah, will say, well... What would their assessment be? They've got high standards, this group of players. And listen, I have no doubt about it. That'll be a disappointing dressing room. Um, and it'll be a, um, a quiet dressing room. Uh, they'll fly down um, in Newcastle and go to their hotel. But see, once they wake up in the morning, that disappointment's got to be gone. You've got to forget about it quickly as possible. Because three days later, as I say, you've got a big game. And that's the beauty of tournament football. Um, but look, that's one of the ones I'm sure Steve... Clark will go back and a- analyse it tonight uh, and he maybe look at himself and the players will also look at their self. They'll analyse it and say, could we do a bit better? Um, and I'm sure, look, I've seen us play better, there's no doubt about it. But the great thing is we've got two games to go and show what a good team I think we are. Jonathan, you're in that very difficult second last slot to come up with something that no one else has, but there's so many talking points today and now we're looking forward to Friday as well. So it's over to you. What do you want to say to Mark and Barry and to the listeners? Well, I think a lot of people have we've talked about the negatives of what's happened. So, you know, it's the first time in 23 years we've been here. Is there any point in fo- focusing on negatives for the, the fans, for the players especially as well? It's done, right? It's happened. So we've just got to look at where we went wrong and push on to the next one, you know? Mm-hmm. I think it's, there's, there's no point dwelling on it. No. And who would you bring in? Roughly, Mark says maybe four changes that could be coming in. So Kieran Tierney, hopefully. Fingers crossed. That, that, yeah, that, that, sure. And Nathan Patterson as well, you know, because he's been electric when he's played, I know. But again, it, it comes down to I understand why Stevie Clark, he stopped with the people that got him there, but. In this line of business, Barry, being a manager, will be able to tell you, you know, there's players that kill with hearts that got Barry to where he was, but Barry's got on to Alwyn out. There's people that wouldn't, you know, you've got to just yeah. push on. and It's know, a different you, game. You've got to just sure. pick, you, you, you've got to pick with who's in for him. You know, that, I think that's the point I'm trying to make, you know. Is that name you're searching for is Billy Gilmer? Aye, yep. that's that. Yeah. You've just got to play who's in for him and, and, and go for it, you know. I mean, Jude Bellingham is, what, 17? Uh, yeah. Well, we don't know who he'll play for England. Barry... 
Billy Gilmer, let's talk about him. Then you can hear, and I'm looking at our social media as well, people are saying, let's be brave against England and let's go for it. But we don't want to be silly. Mm. But uh, would you bring in... I, I don't think it would be a silly move. I think it would be the correct move. Yep. Play Billy Gilmer against um, England. It's, it's a massive pitch. Um, there's a lot of pressure, but that young man can handle pressure. That's, that's why I think he's a top footballer. Mm. So I think he will be a certain starter on Friday. I'm convinced he will start the game. It's a massive pitch. How much bigger than Hamden? Because Hamden is obviously, I played in it once or twice in a. Uh, what position uh, did you play? Uh, I, I was midfield. We, I was a wee winger wee in those winger. days. But it was, it was a Kenny Douglas' testimonial game, the preview. <laughs> I've name dropped it again. <laughs> so I did. But Barry, no, but I've never played Wembley. So what's the difference? How much bigger does it feel? No, it's pretty much the, the, the same size. It's just, yep. listen, it's a great surface. It's a great arena. Yep. That's where you want to play. And, yep. and it's a high-pressured environment. You've been you're playing against the old enemy. So sure. for me, that young lad can go there and, and dictate the game of football, dictate the pace of the game. I'm just, I, hear a cr- I feel a, a crunching tackle coming in here from Mark Weedy. flanked by two guys that have yeah. played at, at Wembley and one on Wembley as well, one of the Scottish press team at yes. Wembley in oh. March 2000, uh, one of the last games Wonderful. before the Twin Towers uh, came down. Right. Sir Charles Aye. played in it yeah. um, as well. Some of the, the media Brilliant. team with Jim Duffy played in that game. Great. But anyway, There's nothing worse than media men talking about matches that nobody cares about. <laughs> but enough about my act. So, um, <laughs> yeah, what, what about... Being braver, which is what John and John is saying. Let's not. There's no point in greeting about it. It's now happened. Aye. We didn't do well today. It's two 0 The second goal does look a howler. You feel for David Marshall getting caught up in the nets. I see some of the things on social media already. But I, I think one thing. I mean, the, the, Jonathan's mentioned it. One or two the other fans have, have, have mentioned it. Is a bit. Is a bit Nathan Patterson. And the, if Nathan Patterson does play on Friday night, fair enough. I won't have a problem with it. But things where you've got to remember. I, I don't know exactly Barry's take on it. You'll know. When you're going to Wembley, Paul, and when you know you're 90 minutes, you know it's a do or die 90 minutes, particularly for a backline. Even though he might play as a wing back, I think you want as much experience in there as possible, and that's why I think it's not for Nathan Patterson on on Friday night. That's not to say he's not talented that, that, that he wouldn't handle it, but I just think it's more about real experience at the backbone, so that you're, you're switched on as much as possible to try and get that clean sheet to help the guys come away and, and, and try and nick a point. And then we've got the match with Croatia as well. So, you know, they've off, they're off to a defeat as well. One goal better than us. But, um, you know, we're all... You know, yeah. you just got to... You just got to see what happens in the next game and then worry about that one after that. You know, there's no point trying to look two, two steps ahead. You just got to see what happens on Friday. Have we looked after you today? It's been fantastic. Yes. Absolutely fantastic. <laughs> Are you buying Friday, Jonathan? Uh, oh, it could be if selected. If selected, I've got to check. James will check the the, the squads. Yeah, he was good. He wasn't that good. I mean, come on, he was not. <laughs> no, no, he was very good actually. Jonathan, thanks let's, very let's much. No, yeah. Let's not forget one thing: yeah. how how far this team has actually came yeah. the last few years. Let's hear um, that. Barry saying, "Let's not forget how far the team have come." Yeah, yep. exactly. I think the last couple of years, um, we've struggled to qualify in this group of players. Um, look, they've had an off day. That we've seen them play better. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure they'll, they'll, um, they'll go away and they'll analyse it and dust themselves down and they'll come, at, they'll, they'll come out fighting on Friday. I'm not saying we're going to go down there and win, but I think you'll see a real energy about us on Friday. Could there be an arrogance, maybe? You know what the English media can they, be they like. Are, they, yeah. they are. They think they're going to walk over the, the toppies. I've no doubt about that. They've always been arrogant towards us. They just look at us. I mean, I, I was watching last night Gary Neville uh, speak about saying, aye, they, they, they work hard. Listen, you've got good players. Mm-hmm. You've got top players mm-hmm. playing at top clubs. Um, so I would love nothing more than going down and giving them a slap in the face and winning the game. <laughs> There's your headline. That's it, exactly, <laughs> yeah. If you're just tuning in, Go Radio Football Show with OPC Energy Limited, live from the Radisson Red here in Glasgow. So we lost 2-0 this afternoon to the Czech Republic. Patrick Sheik scoring with a header. He did so well, didn't he, getting above uh, Hanley and Cooper. Yeah, it, was a it was a magnificent header. Was, no, David Marshall yeah. had no chance with the, with the header. Um, Barry's right, Stephen O'Donnell you know, out there quicker to close down the cross. And then the, the, the finish from, from Sheik again, you know, five minutes into the second half, has pretty much killed the game. But you can't take anything away from him. It was a world-class finish. Sheik creates the good times Get it for the Czech Republic, but sadly not for us. Alan joins us again. Alan, so what do you make of it this afternoon, first of all? Yeah, it was disappointing, Paul. Um, it's kind of made me think about what the team selection is going mm-hmm. to be on Friday because um, obviously with a negative result today, um, 
I don't know if, if you're wanting to play guys like Patterson and Gilmore, you know, th- sort of throw them to the wolves type thing. I, I felt as though today was a chance to get them in and you play with your experience, obviously, in the, the big game against England. So, um, yeah, it's going to be an interesting team selection on Friday. What would you do? Because, I, I mean, I know, I, I take your point. I was thinking that when we were talking, it's that gung-ho, because it could end up being really difficult, as Barry says, you're playing at Wembley against one of the favourites. Yeah, it could be tough for the young players. I think I would probably bring Patterson in. Um, I'm not so sure I would start Gilmore. I think we probably need to play our experienced players in this game. I don't think it's a time to be bringing players in that maybe haven't got that experience. So um, Patterson for you, Patterson for O'Donnell. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. For sure. Let, let's just check with the guys. Mark, would you? I know you're. you're no, I'm, it's I'm, not I'm a lot of game time. I'm reticent just to, to, to say, yeah, Nathan, Nathan Patterson. And, and, look, he is a very capable player. And I, and I might be contradicting myself because I'm saying play, play Gilmer, but I think Gilmer's just at a different level sure. from, from, from Nathan Patterson. I think when you're at the back, England can really, really hurt you, Paul. They can really um, hurt you. And we need to try and find, as best we can, mm-hmm. the five best defenders and put them in there. As a, now, if Nathan Patterson's part of that, then fine. But I just think it might be just a, a wee bit above him for the moment for Friday night. James Forrest, maybe? A, a possibility, but... I know he's saying you don't want to throw the, the young boys to the wolves, but I, I just believe Billy Gilmer's the type that wouldn't phase him at all. Mm-hmm. Going out in Wembley and playing against the, the superstars of England, because let's be honest, they have got some superstars in England, but I think he's just the type that will go. I've watched him for Chelsea playing against Liverpool, playing at the Etihad against Manchester City, and he's ran the game. So He'd love it, he'd love it on Friday night. Yeah, I, I just think, he, yeah, look, he's just one of these guys that's full of confidence and he's one of the guys he'll go and he'll, he'll take it under pressure see if he gives the ball away it doesn't affect him he'll go back and try and get it again that's the type of players you need when you play in these big games mm-hmm. but again look it's, it's a, a decision where does he go with the experience does he go down there and shut up shop look I, I, I honestly don't know but I, I do believe that Billy Gilmer has to start the mm-hmm. game on Friday Billy Gilmer, so Barry says yes on Billy Gilmer. So does Alan as well. Mark, what do you reckon? Billy Gilmer, yeah, for me, I would start sure. Billy Gilmer. Okay. Yeah, 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 I would put him in fresh as well, you know, in the, in the middle of the park. Um, I think the mentality from Steve Clark will be all, you know, almost like trying to get a nil-nil draw. Mm-hmm. Just as tight as possible, as compact. Um, nothing, you know, daft. Mm-hmm. Just try and come away. If we can nick a, a nil-nil, that would be... That would be great, and just limit England to, to as few chances as possible. Yep, try and go down and frustrate them, because yeah. then the fans, yeah. after 20 minutes, 30 minutes, will start getting on top of them. It might affect English, we, we, we don't know. I think that will be the game plan, that the, more, the longer the game goes on, it's still at nothing each, then we're more than capable of getting that, that, that goal. And Alan, could you imagine, if after the 90 minutes it's nil-nil against England, it'll be a whole different complexion for the match with Croatia? Yeah, definitely. Um, it's going to be a tough game against um, England, there's no doubt about that. Um, but I think you've just got to move on for today. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if sports psychology comes into this. Um, I think the guys have just got to start again on Friday and hopefully... Um, you know, a draw gives us a chance if we can beat Croatia in the last game. And I don't think it's Draws possible. a great result, Alan. Mm-hmm. Friday night, if we can get a draw, I'd take that right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Take, you take a drop. I, I don't. I don't think today's result will affect. They'll be disappointed. That's what you want them to be, and go back the night. But when you wake up in the morning and they get back out in that training field, I don't think it will affect this group. Yeah. I, I, I think they'll know themselves that they never performed at the levels that we know they're capable of doing. I don't think it will affect us going forward. But I, again, I'd take a. I'd take a draw all day long. We've had a couple of exclusives so far this afternoon. We didn't get the win against Czech Republic and we've had one poll. Let's do one more poll. Can we go through? Those who think we could still qualify in third position, would we raise our hand? I'm going to be positive. So we could go through. Yeah, Barry Ferguson's got to be positive. In fact, right round the houses, we're just most of it's 80% again. 80% reckon we can go through, but we'll have to be much better. Alan's been somebody. Have they looked after you here? Definitely. Yep. A few beers, a few nibbles. Who's been buying the drink? Is it? Uh... That's what they're all cheering. You're buying it. We're buying drink. Let's get around for everyone here. Absolutely. From uh, of hey. course, for sure. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Paul Cooney's buying it. Yeah. 
Wow. Tracy McMillan, thank you. No, no, absolutely. Delighted. Listen, thanks for being with us. Great to meet people socially distanced here at the Radisson Red, but uh, it's great to have the Tartan Army back again and the fans in this afternoon. And that was special. Pity we didn't get it for them. Alan, we'll hear from you again in the future. Thanks. Thanks very much. Alan there from Cumbernauld. Can you believe it? We've been here. Thank you. Five hours here. Gina was uh, spinning a few discs in between. But, uh, right, listen, I'm feeling a bit more hopeful <laughs> than afterwards. Uh, Barry, yeah, your final thought, the former captain. Uh, thanks to James, Shane, to Chris. Thanks to Charlene. And I've got completely wrong. Rochelle. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> One name always comes in. He's uh, thinking from, about Prada yeah, Purses. Thank you so much. No, not at all. I'll, I'll pay for that, for that one. <laughs> We'll rerun that one again. That, that, that is an exclusive, that's an exclusive that, side in something fine. called Thanks family. to everyone here at the Radisson Red for looking after us. Alan back in pay. the studio that as well. He's pay. coming up next. Yeah, come on, Scotland. Surely we can do it. Uh, let's be uh, Come Friday night. We'll be, I'll be live from Wembley Stadium. And yep. Mark, you'll be here at the Radisson Red. Yes, I'll be in here on Friday night with Charlene. Really looking forward to it. Um, <laughs> and uh, let's have a great night again with the Tartan Army at the Radisson Red. Thanks, everyone. Go Scotland. The Go Radio Football Show. Talking football first. Listen live weeknights from five. Go Radio and Deanston Highlands Single Malls are giving you the chance to spoil your dad this Father's Day. Father's Day. All this week on Go Radio Breakfast, Crofty and Grado are playing Don't Tell, Don't dad. Tell dad. Register to play at thisisgo.co.uk for your chance to win the ultimate whiskey tasting experience for four at Deanston Distillery. Win with Go Radio and Deanston Highlands Single Malls. Toasting the makers since 1966. I'm joined now by Gary from OPC Energy. Gary, what a job you did out there today. Oh, it was it was unbelievable. You saw the customers' faces when that boiler went in. It was a really special moment. And what about the overall performance? Unreal. You, you could really feel the heat out there. I'm delighted with the result and we move on to the next one. Thanks, Gary. Come on! For more information on boiler upgrades, heat pumps and more, visit opc-ltd.uk. Get ahead of the game with OPC Energy.